John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. (laughs) We just surprised, surprised that we just did it perfectly. (laughs) <laughs> it's know, almost as if we'd be locked in our houses with nothing to do. <laughs> John and I promised that we'd practice the opening by ourselves. <laughs> um, it's obviously paid off. This week I was asked to do something that I, I think it was going above and beyond what I'm required to really do. Are we talking about are we talking about pegging again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your use of the uh, phrase "pegging" always gives me a smile, but not <laughs> not not. Yeah, I mean the phrase, the phrase. <laughs> As a father, sometimes you're requested to do things, and this week I was requested to do something that I think it went above and beyond what we should be expected to do as parents, and that was. Where I was in the garden with my son, he's seven. He was digging and like digging holes and stuff. And he got, his hands were really muddy and I was sitting on the ground and he came over and he said, Daddy, I've got an itchy bum. Could you scratch my bum? I don't want to get mud on my trousers. I said, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I went, to, I went to scratch his bum cheek and as I went to scratch his bum cheek, he went, no, not there, in the middle. <laughs> so I said, ah, uh, no, actually, I think, I think you're just going to have to put up with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I was thinking there must be something you've had where someone's requested too much of you. Yeah, well, I think we talked about it on this podcast. I don't. I think you probably. I don't know if you bleeped it out, but um, having a daughter. I wonder if it'll get bleeped out again. Having a, ah, yeah. having a daughter, having to put sort of cream on a vagina is quite a horrible thing to have to do. <laughs> The difference with the, those two, though, is that she's not requesting you to do that. That's well, like she a is. medical she's say, necessity. She's saying her bits hurt. Could, could, you know, she's got chafing or whatever. Could you put a bit of cream on for her? Um, which I think she's old enough to do it herself now, so I'm not... But like you said, it's kind of a medical well, thing, tw- so you kind of... Tw- 20, 22, is she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah... No, well, t- talking about going b- above and beyond, uh, yesterday I had, we're in lockdown and uh, my daughter's front tooth came out and it put me in a bit of a quandary because since uh, we're in lockdown, I don't have any cash. I've only got like 10 and 20 pound notes. So she's expecting <laughs> she's expecting money from the tooth fairy. And I'm like thinking, well, I'm not going to give her a fucking tenner. So I was like saying, oh, do I say that? The tooth fairy's in lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) But she wouldn't really have that. So um, what I did was, uh, because she's got this, um, it's like a a special pillow that you put your tooth in for the tooth fairy that somebody made for her. Uh, So it's quite cute. So she put her tooth in there, then she went to bed. Um, I did a Zoom quiz, got hammered, and went through her piggy bank, took a pound out. 
Uh, <laughs> paid in a pound and took the toothpack. And um, I'm just hoping that she doesn't notice and count her money until I get a chance to go and get some change from somewhere. Do you do you think that if she hasn't noticed by the time you get an actual pound coin that you will reimburse her? Or do you think you'll just be like, well, yeah. I could probably get away with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll probably I'll give it to her. I'll stick I won't tell her, I'll just put it back in. But um she uh so because I don't know if I've talked about this before, but my wife has given me this kind of fake mouth from Japan. That you're supposed to put the kids' tooth teeth in. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. I think you referred to it like as the an item that would be owned by a serial killer. Yeah, it's quite hideous. <laughs> so this morning, Emma's kind of said because I have I, when I took the tooth last night, I've put it in this box um, for my wife because she's weird. But um, Emma was like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna have to get the tooth fairy to bring it back." And I'm like, why? She said, well, it needs to go in that mouth box. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> so now, as part of her homeschooling, I'm getting her to write a letter. <laughs> oh, good, yes. I thought I thought she was going to say, we need to get the tooth fairy back because the bitch has stolen money out of my money box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to have a fucking word with her. <laughs> a thieving fucking Tinkerbell. <laughs> It's it's good to see that we're both doing. Uh, maybe we can't say we're the best parents in the world, but we're certainly trying hard anyway. Yeah, that's all that they can ask for, isn't it? Train hard. So, what's on today's show then? Well, we have the return of the movie quotes game uh, with Pete Sidel. He's going to supply the movie quotes. Uh, we have the burning question and some other things too. But of course, first this. This is JNSNJ News. Time for the news story. John, what have you got for me? So uh, this is from the Mirror Online, and it says, Heartbroken woman devises plan to make her cheating ex cry as much as she did. So what do you think this psycho did? <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> right. So the the the, uh, the tagline says underneath, a devastated woman who was dumped by her cheating boyfriend heard from mutual friends that he wasn't upset about the split and she decided to take revenge. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a few questions to see, like to narrow down the 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 style of revenge. Does it involve sort of like physical pain or no? There's no assault that kind of thing. No. Okay, so there's no like uh, attack. Okay, does it involve T- uh, breaking or stealing something he owns? No. Does it involve hurting anyone or anything slash animals that he <laughs> loves? No, should it kill his cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So if it's none of those things, then did she get in touch with his work and say that he was into, a, like, a weird porn or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> no. So, um, well... The word cry is quite a prevalent part of the story, uh, an important part of the story. So basically it says, uh, this woman in China, everyone handles breakups differently. Some people delete all traces of their ex and close the door, while others who feel they've been unfairly treated turn to revenge. One woman who was dumped by her boyfriend of one year was left absolutely heartbroken when she discovered that he'd been cheating on her. 
To split her heart, she spent three full days crying over her lost love. And when mutual friends told her that he wasn't having any problems at all, she decided to try and teach him a very elaborate lesson. The woman, known <laughs> by her, her surname Zhao, had a large lorry arrive at the man's address with a note read, I've cried for three days, now it's your turn. So what do you think the lorry delivered? <laughs> uh, one ton, so one some... ton of produce was delivered to his house in uh, Shandong, China. Okay. I think produce is a big hit. Did she yeah. have... Did she have one ton of onions delivered to his house? She did, yes. So <laughs> the order label came that with instructions. Is... Yeah, not to contact the recipient, but to just dump the onions at the front door. <laughs> Unfortunately for I her ex, the driver did he was told and spent more than four hours shifting the onions from the truck to his front door. <laughs> but I'm assuming the, the ex-boyfriend wasn't in because you've probably noticed someone moving a lorry load of onions onto your doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably just wouldn't assume that they would be delivered to your door, would you? You just think there's a truck outside. But I said, uh, <laughs> Miss Sauto reporters, she'd sent the onions because she's got money and she wanted him to know the taste of tears. <laughs> but the best bit for me the best bit about this story is the bloke uh, so the, the man on the receiving of the stunt told the Shangdong net that he broke up with her due to her what do you think why do you think he dumped her uh, is it is it because she often overreacts to things yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he broke it? up with her due to her over the top behaviour he said, my ex-girlfriend was very dramatic. She's telling everyone that I haven't shed a tear since our breakup. Am I a bad person for simply not crying? Um, a neighbour who lives in the same complex complained to the reporter saying, I don't know if her boyfriend cried, but I definitely have. The whole compound stinks of onions. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I mean, I get what she was trying to do, but you don't cry with onions unless you actually cut them. So... Just by delivering them, I don't think she probably fulfilled her goal. Well, somebody commented on this story saying they were red onions. Red onions don't really make you uh, cry, so that was a waste of money. (laughs) Um, But I think this was from the Daily Mirror online, but I think I've got to give special uh, props to the Jakarta Post, which had this same story, and they came up with a brilliant headline for this. So what they've done is they've changed uh, a famous movie title to make it uh, fit this story perfectly. Okay. So well, do you want to try give, give me a moment. Yeah, give me a moment. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you who the actors are in the movie, right? The movie okay. stars Bruce Willis, okay. Jeremy Irons, and uh, the last... Do you, do you want another yeah, okay. actor? No, I think, I've got the, I think I've got the film. Uh, okay, is it Cry Hard? Cry hard with a vengeance. Excellent work. Oh, well done. Is that not just a... Whoever wrote that headline, hats off. That is brilliant. Cry hard with a vengeance. And props for you, bonus point. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to receive a point as always. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think, you know, they've done that and I just went through uh, basically just sticking the word onion into every single Star Wars film. from the. So you've got... The Phantom Onion, <laughs> The Onion Wars, <laughs> Revenge of the Onion, <laughs> A New Onion, The Onion Strikes Back, Return of the Onion, <laughs> The Onion Awakens, 
The Last Onion and The Rise of the Onion. Those are the nine Star Wars films with the word <laughs> onion in the title. <laughs> and some of them work better than others. And the word onion is now lost all meaning to me. <laughs> uh, you could have... Uh, this is uh, a shit... A type of onion. You could have... Uh, a, a, a sort of classic animated story called Shallot's Web. <laughs> Good morning! Afternoon or evening, this is the Movie Quotes game. To play this game... You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? You'll hear different quotes from a film. Elementary, my dear Watson. Just guess which film they're from. It is not a race, so there is no And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Just do your best, and you'll make my day. Who am I to ask? I am the father. Don't like the truth? You can't handle the truth! Let's get on with the game. It is time for me to say... Blame Sam. And... Here's Johnny. All right, now it's time for uh, the movie quotes quiz sent in by regular contributor Peter Siddell. Uh, this one is sent via email. It just says Tarantino movie quotes. So I'm going to press play. I have no idea. I'm hoping it does what exact what it says on the tin. It's just movie quotes from Tarantino. Welcome to the movie quotes game. Quote one. I think fast, I talk fast, and I need you guys to act fast if you're going to get out of this. Right. So, is it what we're we doing, the movie or the... Actor? The character? The, the character. So, we get one point for each, I'd say. And then he'll give us oh. the answer and we'll see where we go from there. So, who's who's going, who's going first? I'd like to go first on this one. Go on, then. So, I think this is... Uh, Pulp Fiction, and it is yeah. the Wolf. Yeah, Mr. Wolf. I'd, I'd go Mr. with that. Wolf. That's what I was going to say. Mr. Wolf, Pulp yeah, Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go first on that one because I think it might be the only one I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to press play and see if this is right. Number two. Oh, he's not told us the answer. <laughs> right. Okay. See, it's a good job we prepared for this. Right, I'm yeah, gonna write down Mr. Wolf. I'm gonna write this down, Mr. Wolf Pulp Fiction. I've got my uh, quizzing pad in front of me from last night. Right, right. Route question two. Let's have a look. I want us to work out a signal system of communication. When I elbow you real hard in the face, that means shut up. Ooh, your turn to go first. I've got no idea, so I'm gonna say uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Jackie Brown. I think that's probably a good guess. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm going to go with Brad Pitt in uh, his character in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Right, let's have a look. Number three. I am going to ask you questions, and every time you don't give me answers... I'm going to cut something off. Right. Is it you or me? Yeah, it's my turn to go first. I think that's Reservoir Dogs and yeah. Mr. Blonde, was it? 
Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Michael Madsen, Mr. Blonde. Yeah, yep. yeah. We'll have that. All right. Number four. What you're supposed to do is act like a fucking professional. A psychopath ain't a professional. You can't work with a psychopath. Right, so I'm thinking that's also Reservoir Dogs, and it's uh, Harvey Keitel's character, which is Mr. White. Right, yeah, I think, you, well, I, I agree with you, certainly. All right. Number five. I assume you don't share the same animosity with squirrels that you do with rats, do you? Tricky one. I'm first this time, aren't I? Yeah. I've I've got absolutely no idea. I'm going to say Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Rats. Um, I'm going to say it's Reservoir Dogs again. I'll say Mr. Pink. Steve Buscemi. (laughs) (laughs) Random (laughs) colour. Number one, that was The Wolf in Pulp Fiction. Okay, so that's the answers. So, so The Wolf in Pulp Fiction, so that's... We one point both each. get one point. Or do we both get two yeah. points? I don't care. <laughs> I think we both... Two, should we say two? Because we get yeah, a film... Um, one for film, uh, one for wolf. Yeah, yeah. So we got, we got uh, two points each. Two, two. Okay, so let's uh, find the answer for question two. Number two... That was John the Hangman Ruth in The Hateful Eight. Right, nothing. All right. Number three was The Bride in Kill Bill Part One. Ooh, The Bride in Kill Bill Part One. So no points for that. Ah, right, yeah. Number four, Mr. White in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I think we both got that. Okay, yeah. I certainly followed your lead on that one, I think. Uh, Yeah, so Mr. Blonde in Reservoir Dogs was wrong, right? And number five, Hans Lander in Inglorious Bastards. Right. So I did get, I got four points then by the same as you, I think. Four, four. I think we've performed fairly badly yeah. in that quiz. Well, to be fair, we didn't know what the rules were, and uh, that, <laughs> we just kind of made it up as we've gone along. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Pete, when he sent me those clips, which was a, a month or two ago now, he may have told me the rules, <laughs> but I have. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was so so many things have happened since then. I mean, the world has literally changed. Yeah. So I tell you, I'll try. Let's do, let's do a quick quote. Try and remember a quote from a Quentin Tarantino movie. See if you can do one word for word. Uh, say what again? A double dare, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> That was the movie quotes game. Hasta la vista, baby. John and Sam in Japan. One is funny. One is funny looking. John. In Japan One of them is funny One is funny looking Which is which you decide
Johnny McPhee and Samuel T. Two Prince took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question was, what is something that you've done to yourself and then immediately regretted? And we were asking everyone to keep it light, and thankfully you all did, so uh, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, John? Well, yeah, there's uh, three different people have all said the same thing, which is cut their own hair during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or had their hair cut by their father during lockdown. No, these are all... These, yeah, these are all men, so... Uh, <laughs> Paul, Bill and uh, Steve, they've all said that they shaved their heads in lockdown with disastrous results. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> at least it'll grow back, boys, unlike me. <laughs> 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 Who else? Um, this was Jenny from England. She got in touch. She said she got a lip ring. And I think the, 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 the feeling of the burning question was something that you immediately regretted. But she, this wasn't immediate. But she said she got a lip ring. And then over the next few days, it got infected and became Ugh. pussy. And that was something that she very, very much regretted. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a friend, James, who uh, had a tattoo. Which he, <laughs> uh, a tattoo that he thought was quite cool that uh, turned out to be a <laughs> sort of Nazi Ukrainian SS squad <laughs> symbol, which, uh, yeah... He didn't realise. He just thought it was a cool skull and crossbones. <laughs> so. Oh, it's a good job he doesn't have a shaved head. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Wait a moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, James, nice guy, lovely guy. Apart from his <laughs> Nazi tattoo. Well, he's also got a tattoo of a penis on his own body, hasn't he, for some strange reason. Oh, it's not a penis, it's a glowworm that looks like a penis. Uh, yeah. and he has a. He also has a tattoo of. Is it Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he also has one that simply says "fuck off." Doesn't he? Doesn't he? No. Doesn't one say "suck my cock"? Oh, that's right. Suck no. Suck my dick. Suck my. Suck co- my dick. Well, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, but it was, it was done by a famous tattoo artist, so uh, that makes it cool. Got <laughs> it. How about for you? When I when I was. Well, f- firstly, this is a. Uh, I, I, I had my ear pierced for about one day when I was a teenager. I think I regretted that pretty quickly. But one of the things I did was there was a bar- when I was about 16, we were having a barbecue, but I was playing rugby in the morning. So I played rugby, went around to a friend's house, and then I wanted to have a shower before the barbecue started. So I had it, got in the shower and I used some shampoo, but it turned out the shampoo was colouring shampoo. <laughs> and I've got blonde hair, and this was like purpley, ready colouring shampoo, and yeah, so basically turned my hair red. Uh, try it was one of these, like it said, oh, you know, washes out after fifty washes, but let me tell you this, it doesn't. It just goes pink after fifty washes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lived with a guy in Australia called Ryan, who's a young guy, he's like dead pale and ginger, and um, he decided to dye his hair. He dyed his hair black, like jet black. And because he had ginger eyebrows, he looked like a freak and he was absolutely <laughs> gutted because, again, it was like permanent, wouldn't come out. So he just looked hideous um, for about two months, poor lad. <laughs> How about for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, haircuts have always been a thing. But I think one thing that I did once, um, I once operated on myself, which I regretted instantly afterwards. <laughs> I, um, Lobotomy. Yeah, well, I did... Uh, <laughs> 
studied biological science at university, so I had a dissection kit. And um, I had, I once kind of stubbed my toe and ended up with like an ingrowing toenail on my big foot, uh, on my big toe. And I went to the doctor's and because it was kind of the NHS and it was non-emergency, they reckoned I'd have to wait like nine months for it to get an appointment to get it taken care of. Wow. I was in quite a bit of agony. So um, one night I got absolutely hammered and decided to get my scalpel out and tweezers and um, slice into my own foot. Uh, <laughs> shitloads of blood, fucking unbelievable pain. Um, uh, kind of bandaged it up and went to sleep, woke up in the morning, blood everywhere, could hardly walk. <laughs> and Yeah, took me about three weeks before I could walk properly, so massively, <laughs> reg- massively regretted that. I feel like operating on yourself has... Uh won this section (laughs) (laughs) yeah the worst bit about it was i had to go because i've made such a fucking mess of it i had to go private and i had to pay to get a real uh, chiropodist to sort it out and he thought i was absolutely insane when he saw how i'd hacked at my foot with a scalpel i think if if uh if you're brave enough to operate on yourself like that you must be hard as nails (laughs) (laughs) excellent (laughs) Yeah, is it? And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's been involved. Thanks especially to Pete Sedell for supplying the movie quotes. And thanks to you, the lovely listeners. Yep. And so for next episode's uh, burning question, uh, as I said, you know, about Emma believing in the tooth fairy, I think what's the biggest lie that you've told a child or what's the biggest lie that you were told as a child that you, uh, that you kind of remember? Should we just, like, for a start, just rule out Tooth Fairy, Santa, and God? (laughs) 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 So send your conspiracy theories in. (laughs) Uh, Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch Catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in, answer the burning questions. Send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on.
John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Do you know how to change your name on, you know, like Zoom, when you do a Zoom meeting, you can put your name. Do you know how to change your name while you're not actually in a meeting? No, I haven't. I haven't really. I've used Zoom, but I have never done that. I mean, I mean well, I don't know how to do it. And next, the next time I'm going to use Zoom is Emma's Japanese lesson. And last night when I did the quiz with my mates, I changed my screen name to Dominic Cuntings. <laughs> so, so next week when I join the Japanese kids lesson, the, it's going to be Dominic Cuntings trying to join the lesson and I'm worried the Japanese teacher's not going to let me in. <laughs> if if oh. there is any justice in the world, you will not be able to change that name. <laughs> I know, I just, I've been Googling how to do it and I don't... I've even tried setting up my own meeting, but then you can't really do it so i'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> well i'm looking forward to hearing the result of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah